Hey everybody, welcome to Comedy Coding Theory. It's our third episode. I'm your host, Edward James Weber, and I have my co-host, uh, Steve Martinez. Hey Steve, what's up? Hello, hello, hello. All right, hello. <laughs> and returning once again after the restraining order was lifted, we have Richard Garcia. Hey Richard. Hey, good morning everybody. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely thank you, thank reception you. for you there, buddy. <laughs> beautiful crowd. Beautiful I know. Crowd. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So many people here, too. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so this is our um, third episode. All right. I can't, I can't believe we actually made it since our third episode. Yeah. It's, it's, it's third times take us a charm. Forever, third right? times a charm. Right? I can't make it to my second marriage. <laughs> Sometimes I can't even make it to the bathroom at night because I'm running into the walls. Oh. And... Well, you know, at your age, you know. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> Put a knot in it, Steve. The, the right. eyesight goes first, right? That's right. Does it? <laughs> As they say, oh, no, I, that, I think that's what they said, right? That's not what I heard. What do no, I know? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> so this is episode three, applying childhood to adulthood. And I don't mean moving back in with your parents. That's not what I mean. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, not, that, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> what I mean is just simply applying some of the silliness and innocence as a child to your adult life, which breaks up the monotony of all this craziness that's going on out there, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, uh, it's it's crazy times right now. What do you guys think, like Steve, for example, what do you, I mean, don't, do you think that, I know, well, I know you, but just to tell the, the guy out there that's listening. Um, <laughs> to, to that guy, one person that's he, listening to He our, apparently po- has woken up, right? right. He, I think the homeless guy did wake up, so he's listening. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Steve, so I've known you a long time, so I know, like, with just every day, you know, things that we've experienced um, individually and just hanging out, uh, just just having a, yeah. you know, a comedic spin or, or just acting kind of goofy, uh, you know, helps, it helps me and it helps you and even yeah, helps I, other people. Yeah, I think that's... Um for me, or at least for for me, it's 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 therapy because you know we can, you know, our lives can get you know somewhat you know mundane if that's if that's the word. But um, oh, you're you're used you use to French. Your, I like your French. That's awesome. oh, thank you. That's actually Chinese. I'm fluent in Chinese. And, oh, uh, oh man, is it Mandarin or? I, uh, uh, no, actually, uh, Mandarin's actually pretty. I've had Mandarin oranges. Oh, that, yeah, that's. Does that, is that the same thing? That's pretty close. I think it is. Somebody said, "Do you speak Mandarin?" I said, "I'm a Baptist." <laughs> Thank you, folks. Thank you. Uh, no, but uh, just you know, meeting Eddie in my early twenties, any uh, moons ago. Yeah, back then, you know, we uh, had horse and carriages, and uh, you, you, you teenagers today have it so lucky. You're you millennials with your cars and and stuff. Your cars and yeah. everything like that. No, but uh, yeah. So I mean, therapy uh, definitely uh, com- comedic therapy, uh, laughing and just trying to not to take life too serious. Even yeah. though right now, you know, it's it's not easy to say that, but you can still have that that comedy there. You know, it's it's you, it's always good to laugh. Yeah, yeah. I know, Richard. You you say a lot at your job where you work at the. And the VA, uh, you uh, say you use guys use a lot of humor. Oh, absolutely, you got mm-hmm. to. I know you all heard the saying that laughter is the best medicine, you know. So um, in my case, you know, I gotta try and try and be funny, you know. So it's it's the effort, you know. Usually mm-hmm. I get a snicker or an eye roll, you know. But hey, it's a reaction. And a butterfinger. Uh, well, some type of finger. Maybe the butter. <laughs> I don't know. That's part of a joke. The middle digit. You get you get an eye roll. <laughs> the middle digit. They tell me I'm number one all the time, Eddie. Gosh, it's right. good for my morale. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, I got a joke for you. They go, get oh. the hell out of here. <laughs> I said, oh God, this is a tough crowd here today. 
<laughs> you know, just like my mom, you know, my sweet mom, she just gives me pearls of wisdom all the time. But I remember these words. She looked at me and said, son, what the heck's wrong with you? Anyway, yeah. get out of here. It's like my so. dad used to say. <laughs> Anyways, back to you. <laughs> yeah, they asked me, my dad would say, what's wrong with you? And I said, how much time you got? And I was like, oh. kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> kindergarten, you know, it's tough. Oh, kindergarten, boy. that was a tough year. Because yeah. <laughs> I know, Steve, one funny story that, we, you know, like we're at Bush Gardens hanging out and, yeah. you know, and then the, the married couple's in line arguing, getting into an argument. What, what do we do? We just break out with, what is it? it it's a theme from it's a theme from the love boat. Yeah. So, so. we would, like Betty and I were, like we'd go to Bush Gardens, you know, in our, we actually started doing this in our 20s and yeah. we would see couples, you know, arguing or fighting. And then we always thought that was humorous, right? Oh, yeah. So we'd start with love, exciting and new, come aboard. Well, they're yelling at they're yelling at each other. I like, told you not to come here. Why did I come here? It's hot. I'm thirsty. <laughs> this is all your fault. I hate your mother-in-law. Love, exciting and new, come aboard. We're expecting And sometimes, you. I think one time they stopped and looked at us. It was, yeah, right. For people... <laughs> Let's let's tell the people what what that what, what song that's from. Did we tell them that, Eddie? I I remember back in the day, you know, Titanic is the cruise ship I used. Yeah, when I saw the ta- ta- the Titanic the first time I saw it, I was so upset because the boat sinks at the end. Yeah, so I, I couldn't was, believe it. I was just shocked. He's like, "So it sinks? What the hell?" <laughs> no, remember when we came out of the movie theater when it when we saw it uh, in 97, 1997? God, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so we got out of the yeah. movie theater and there's a bit, you know, that when they had the big long lines of people waiting to go in and then we just say like, "I can't believe the boat sank." <laughs> And they're like, well, oh, you just ruined. People were upset because they felt we ruined the ending for them. Well, for it wasn't entirely to... bad, though, for the sink of the Titanic. You know, the lobsters on board, you know, in the kitchen, they were very Hey, happy. that's okay. actually a good point. <laughs> that's about yeah, it. That's okay. True. They're like, so... we're free. We're free. <laughs> <laughs> back to your home. Back to your home. No, that's actually, that's true. That's true. But for people, uh, the Love Boat was a show that um, aired in the 80s, and uh, I used to watch it as a kid. I used to love, Richard, did you ever watch that? Of course. Yeah. Of Love course. Boat. Love Boat was on, and I believe, if memory serves correctly, Fantasy Island oh, yeah. was on afterwards. Oh, with blame. a well-loved, yes, Ricardo Montalban. Now yeah, it's what, Temptation back. Island or something? <laughs> Temptation Island. There's something how, like how that. How times have changed. How times have changed. Come to Temptation Island. There's a good chance you may catch an STD. Oh, <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> We're going fishing. I already have crabs. Oh. <laughs> but I'm being. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it, it's, you know, we're, we're, uh, us three here, are, we're a bunch of old men. Hey, I tell you. All I think Eddie's going to be 50 here. That's <laughs> right. Back when the stock market crashed, I was, I was really upset about that, I tell you. So we, we, we're going to reminisce, you know, um, about the old days, right, Eddie? <laughs> Good old Friday days. Friday night, it was late, I was walking you home. <laughs> you remember that? Anybody remember that song? No. no. <laughs> Anybody? That one guy listening, do you remember that song? <laughs> Somebody's yeah. wind chimes went off. I apologize. Yeah, right. <laughs> very aromatherapy. Too. Yeah. So basically, I know not of all of us had an ideal childhood or endured tragedies during our childhood. Our goal is not to have anyone relive that negative childhood. It's just, but simply have moments of childlike actions. I don't mean cry like a baby or anything like that. Yeah, you're, when you're, things don't go your way. Your, your childhood. <laughs> Anybody remember your childhood? Your childhood. <sighs> Let's go back <sighs> to when Richard Reminisce. pooped his diapers. Let's go back. To Five when. minutes ago. <laughs> that was just yeah, a couple minutes ago. <laughs> that was a couple minutes ago. Sorry. No, but uh, so, let, yeah, let's, uh, Eddie, what, uh, let's remind our listeners uh, why our show is so bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. No, actually, this is a good show, people. We're, we're, we're actually doing our podcast in front of, right, a, sir? of a, oh, li- of a live studio, studio audience here. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, following but, recording is filmed before a live studio dude. audience. What do you think about this program, sir? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh okay. that's, that's You woke him up, man. Come on. Crowd. That's a tough crowd right there. <laughs> How much time we got? Uh, no, but yeah. uh, we're just going to go back and reminisce. You know, reminisce our childhood. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when all the craziness in the world, we just want each and every one of you to feel better, to be happy, and to make other people happy. You know, you can go over, like, old photos or just old memories. And I like to just rekindle, like, when I was a kid, like, my buddy Keith and I, we actually started in Practical Jokers, not, you know, not the actual show, but we did the things that they do on their show when we were kids. Like, I remember grabbing the... We'd learn the PA system over at like one of the grocery stores or something like yeah. that. And I go, Attention shoppers, everything in all 20 is now free yeah. for our 20th anniversary. <laughs> Thank you for shopping at Saving Pack. Yeah, right? <laughs> Saving Pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saving Pack. I remember Saving Pack, right? And the, the cop right? came over and he was just laughing. He goes, All right, guys, come on. <laughs> All right, get the hell out and of here. And we do price yeah. checks on things like, Oh, price checks, uh, Trojan condoms, uh, <laughs> rib for her pleasure. Uh, Oh jeez! Slightly used. Anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I can relate to uh, childhood memories. I mean, you know, <clears throat> who didn't grow up? Remember that one that one time as a child that you, you know that really stands out in your memory that you, uh, you know, that you can you know you you think about or you just remember yeah, by exactly. certain you know even some, you know s- some people tend to forget about certain childhood memories, but like something can always reactivate that in your brain, like a certain smell or uh, something that you, I remember going to uh, the flea market with my parents and, uh, and then they left me there and then that was about it. But the <laughs> I remember the, the smell of a certain of homeless course. man. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he was raised by the lady at register five. Oh, gee. <laughs> uh, no, but just uh, going to the flea market and I remember picking up a bar of soap and it smelled like uh, strawberries and uh, very distinctive smell. So, to this day, if I, you know, if I smell something like that, kind of reminds me of that. And I was very, it was a very good day. We were at the flea market with my family. We were shopping. It was a beautiful day. Uh, so I kind of reminisce to that day when certain smells, do, you know, God, I'm probably boring people to death here, but somebody can, somebody help me out here, please. I'm, I'm sucking bullets. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I used to wake up, uh, of course, it'd be a Saturday morning, uh, and my mother would always make the uh, coffee she'd make cuban coffee oh yeah bustelo specifically and bustelo. um yeah exactly. mm-hmm. and um, i'd be dead asleep and then i'd just smell that and i was like oh man better than any alarm clock ever and i would get up and then immediately i would just run to the television because it's saturday morning and it's time to watch my saturday morning cartoons that's right yes, yes. yes. who doesn't absolutely who doesn't remember, este uh, <laughs> Sabrogo gigante. Quieres? Cafe con leche. Me gusta mucho. I'm telling you, people, we're, este flu- we're fluent in, in many, many, many languages here. Yeah. You just tune into our podcast, and eventually you'll start speaking other languages. I speak like 47 different accents. Exactly. <laughs> Eddie, speaks, the Eddie speaks karate and other Chinese words. <laughs> That's right. He's fluent in jive also. Jive. Oh, yeah. Jive. yeah he's, I, I, I graduated top of my class in Ebonics. So oh, there anybody, you go. Anybody really remember Bonics? You won the spelling bee for that, didn't you? Anybody? <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, just uh, what about you, Eddie? Uh, do you remember any any childhood stuff? That you oh, my uh, my favorite part of my childhood was just my hometown of Hoopston, Illinois, a small little corn husker town, 100 miles south of Chicago on the Illinois Indiana state line. 
<laughs> but uh, I was born in a small town, and I lived in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> For those who know that song, that's that's John Cougar. Or I, is Noah everybody town. like infants that listen to us, or what? Anybody? <laughs> we have to explain everything. <laughs> 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 Remember <laughs> that was a show. Well, I mean, we're not that old, right, Richard? A little bit. Well. Right. I think you know. we're all close in age. I mean, yes. I'll be 49. Half a century. <laughs> Altogether, we're close to 150. That's right. So. That's how old <laughs> we are. All yes. three of us combined, oh, yeah. we're, yes. we're 150. I remember the Civil old. War there. It was a tough time there in Yorktown. We were... I think one of my ancestors invented the flip-flop, the chancleta. If you're Hispanic. <laughs> chancleta. You know what, what, what exactly for, the, for our viewers? For well, like I said, it's a flip-flop. For our you know? yeah. And not only is it just footwear, but it's a tool for discipline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh god, we got, it looks like we had somebody to sneak in here. Okay. Uh, sir, we're not open yet, so uh, you have to step aside. <laughs> we open at ten o'clock today. Your CBD store is every host. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so uh, what else? Have we, what else have we got here, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my small town there in Hoopston, it was it was just nice in the summers, and you know, like I would always, I was like five or six years old, and I would. Yeah. The kids would walk by to go to the pool, so they'd pass by the front of the house. So I thought it was funny to insult them and just run off because I was a real fast runner and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, one day uh, after many insults, uh, I crossed the wrong person, and it was some big kid, and I thought I would say something to him. Like, <laughs> and then you fell up. You fell, didn't you fall? And the, the kid. Yeah, I was running from him. I was getting away from him for a little while, but he caught up to me and just smash me in the back of the head. <laughs> I had a lump on my head for like a year. So that, that was the end of uh, Eddie and his insult as yeah. a child, right, Eddie? <laughs> oh, or yeah. he got faster, yeah. one or the other. Your mommy so smock socks that smell. <laughs> and then boom, hit you yeah. right over the head. That was that, that's that, that ended Eddie's little That's right, that's they, right. Insulting children in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Richard? Any... Uh, did you beat up any? Did you insult any children oh, in your gosh, neighborhood? Gosh, no. I was that quiet, timid little nerd that just hoped to God that nobody looked at me. Yeah, you know, I really was introverted as I was <clears throat> growing up, and I just kept to myself. You know, and um, hopefully the bullies wouldn't look at me and decide to uh, pound on me. So, <laughs> really, really not very remarkable with that. So, wow, that's I, I know. Uh, yeah, that's I know. So, <laughs> oh, actually, that's the wrong. Sorry. Another sad but true <laughs> moment. That was the wrong sound effect. I'm sorry. Oh my folks. gosh. Maybe it's appropriate. No, no, I can relate to that because I, I mean, growing up, I was actually um, in, in Pompano. We, I grew up in Pompano Beach, and uh, we were the only like Latin family in 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 the neighborhood. Everybody else was white. Not there's anything wrong with that. But uh, so growing up in, in the neighborhood, um, I actually, you know, I, I was I was a very shy. I remember my first day going to school, and uh, I was just—I was a very shy, timid kid. So I can, you know, I can definitely relate to what you, you know what you were going through. As a, but I think we all were. I mean, oh right? yeah, as children. What about you? Ed? I just I, and also I liked um, you know TV shows. Now this is really dating ourselves, but it's uh, like Good Times. <laughs> good, good times. times. <laughs> Filmed in the like it was based on the projects in Chicago, but I I loved all the characters in there and. And um, I said, man, I was thinking, I would like to live in the projects. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Eddie, yeah, so, Eddie. When Dynamite! You, so you used to watch Good Times, and you were like, you know, you could, for people who don't remember, Good Times was a, a show in the 70s and late late 70s, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, was it was a great show. Based around a family that lived in the projects and how they dealt with things, you know, day to day, everyday life. Yeah. And uh, there was, it was a comedy. 
but it was somewhat de- depressing at the same time, I guess. Yeah. But uh, so Eddie would, like Eddie was saying, he was a little kid. He he would watch. I used to watch his show as well. And I was thinking, wow, they live in the projects, but yet they're having so much fun. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the funny thing is they were in the projects and you would think that their circumstances were not the best. Yeah. But the thing I got from that show, not just because it was funny, but they were family. They were dysfunctional. They were silly. You know, they but distanced they, uh, each other. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day... You know, some way, somehow, you know, JJ, uh, which one of the main characters on the show, JJ, you know, mm-hmm. made uh, made the show, and uh, somehow he may have helped save the day. So, but they yeah. all, lo- but they all, they all loved each other. Remember, they were all absolutely, so, yeah. And I think that's was the whole family bond that they had. That was, I loved his sister. Whoa, hubba bubba. <laughs> all right. <laughs> then again, remember that's where Janet Jackson, you know, oh, yeah. made that's, her first appearance. That's what Janet Jackson made absolutely. her first acting debut. She that's must right. have been like five She's or young. six. No, oh, she's seven, maybe eight. like. Mm-hmm. Oh, probably like 13, I think, right? I don't know. She looked around 10. Something. She was young. <laughs> it she was doesn't young matter. Though. She's our age now. That just tells she you is. how old we are. Yeah, and then before all the, uh, you know, as we were growing up, there was no, you know, internet, cell phones, yep. GPS. You know, we had to do, when we did book reports, I mean, that was very Wait. difficult because you had to use the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, anybody remember the Dewey Decimal yeah. system out there, bro? But anybody? Dewey Decimal, he got whacked by, you know, the internet there. He <laughs> goes, hey, an, Dewey, we're going to go for a ride. And he, Dewey never an came abacus. back. I was old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the Dewey Decimal system, you actually had to go to the library and actually go through like a Rolodex <laughs> yeah. to yeah. look up a book. Oh, this book is at 394.25. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we actually survived. I mean, there was no internet or there was no cell phones. All we had was uh, yeah. I had a beeper, right? I had a pager. Not before that, even though. Before that, there, was, yeah. there wasn't anything. Nothing. Nothing. Corded phones. That's it. Rotary yeah. dial. Cordless Remember phones. The gigantic dial. answer machines. Corded. 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 Yes. Yeah, with the cord. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> cordless phones came around in, in the 90s, wasn't it? I could be wrong. Uh, about something like that. that. Yeah, with, I don't know. With I that have no idea. Metal. <laughs> yeah, with the metal <laughs> antenna that, that you would pull out. up. Exactly. And then, yeah. you know, with GPS, that's always, I always find that awesome today. But back in the day, it's like, Hey man, where do you live? I'm like, okay, go down Fifth Street, make a left on Ninth, and then take a take another right, take another left, take another. I'm just like, what? And then, and yeah, then you yeah. get lost. Yeah, there was a. Yeah, I remember my dad would go on. You know, we used to go on a lot of trips as a kid, and um, in Pompano, and uh, my dad always would ha- he'd bring out his big map, and uh, he, you know, he was so good at reading maps. To this day, I cannot read a map for the life of me. <laughs> you know. I'm good at coloring books. Yeah, he's coloring, he's great at yeah. that. Coloring books, pop up books. That's more my forte, folks. He needs a map that like, says you are like, here. Like, like, like <laughs> he loves it when he's at a theme park because it goes, "Oh, good, I'm right here. <laughs> you are here." What about your dad? Did you ever dad ever break out a map when you were a kid? Absolutely your... not. First oh, of really? all, my father did not learn how to drive until he came to this country. My parents are Cuban, hmm. so um, they came over in '67, uh, and my father didn't learn to drive until he was 40. So not only was he oh, okay. an old man, he drove like an old man because he was an old man. <laughs> yeah, um, 40, wow. And forget it. Who needs a map? You know what he utilized as a map? Me, because I spoke English. He'd always say, that was always his excuse. You, who speaks English, go ask that man where to go. Or, hey, tell him where we need to go. Hey, yeah. <laughs> go get me this. You, who speak English, open the door. I'm like, what the, wait, wait, that's, that's pop. You, you know? speak English, yeah. You know? Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, coming to this, you know, my, my parents, when they came here in, in the 60s, late 60s, from Colombia, uh, they spoke no English whatsoever. And my, actually, the way my parents learned to, to, to learn to, the English language um, by watching TV and um, 
uh, old action movies. Um, oh yeah. My mom would listen to uh, records back then. They had the record players, you know, and uh, she would listen to Johnny Cash, uh, Elvis Presley. Uh, she used to watch a lot of Steve McQueen movies. So when my my first brother, my my, my brother John. My older sibling was born. She named him after Johnny Cash. Oh, cool. Then she named me uh, after Steve McQueen, who was an old uh, action star in the 70s. And then, so, my, but it was up to my dad because my dad wanted to give us all Hispanic names. I think he was going to call me uh, Pedro, John <laughs> Ma- Manuel, uh, Josecito. And I was like, thank God, Mom, you didn't let Dad give us our names because that's what he wanted. He, he wanted to make it very rich, authentic. Oh, yeah. Colombian Hispanic names. I know. Uh, I remember my parents, you know, for entertainment. I mean, back then we only had three or four channels and mm-hmm. there was no yeah. Spanish television. There was no yeah. Telemundo. There was no Galavisión. Lo siento. So sadly, <laughs> they used to only watch PBS, which was Channel 3 yeah, over yeah. in Tampa. PBS, yeah. And the highlight of their evening was a television show called The Lawrence Welk Show. Oh, yeah. For anybody that's Lawrence really, Welk. this is even well yes. before us. Even when we were wee lads, <laughs> yeah. he yeah. was already old and probably already gone. Lot. But, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go in my room because I remember I that. Like I remember Lawrence Welk. But the thing is, uh, back then, there wasn't a lot of channels on, Absolutely like you not. were saying. Like they okay. have today, we have, like, uh, we don't, with the Dish Infinite. Network, we have internet, we have uh, hundreds of channels on TV, uh, Netflix, and uh, so today, these younger the younger generation today had has it much easier than um, oh yeah I think that we did when we were when we were when we were young yeah and I was honored growing up because they gave me the Spanish name of Pendejo I thought that sounded nice that a nice that's name. actually that means actually handsome and oh I thought it did I th- I thought, <laughs> it does Eddie. thank you thank you little did you know I thought it was guapo <laughs> <You know>? but <laughs> that's the Spanish chapter no oh that's a large Mexican uh, population. That has yeah, they said, "Hey, Pendejo." I was like, "Hey, how you they, doing? the Mexican right. people took Eddie in as one of their one of yeah. their own." <laughs> I love the Mexican people. That's why he got awesome. that big tattoo on his neck. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and the teardrop tattoo too. <laughs> Eddie, remember that picture? Uh, just to reminisce, we I was at a this is years back where I was a New Year, New Year's Eve party, and uh, we were at a friend of Eddie's, and uh, they they uh, had a picture of Eddie when he was. Uh, I think like 17 or oh, you were young in that picture. Remember? Yeah. Like 16, 17. And then Eddie didn't even recognize himself. I go, who's picture. that guy? And <laughs> I saw the picture and they're they like, that's you. And I was like, well, it, was a little, it looks like a little Palestinian kid. So I, know, I, <laughs> I was like, hey, do you guys hang out with Palestinian people? That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> he goes, that's me. Oh, that, no, that's you. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I thought that, I thought that was funny. But yeah, was, um, so every, every time, like speaking of the, going back to the GPS, like when you, before that, you know, get lost, and then you'd have, then you'd have no choice but to go to a payphone. Payphones are non-existent. And you got now. No, no change, and you got. It's I like, have, oh, man, I can't I remember the last time I've, I've seen a payphone because back then you had to. If you were out with your friends or you were, uh, sometimes you'd have to go to the corner store pick up a payphone to call home. Absolutely. If you're like to, if your friends, because some people didn't even have phones, right? And so oh you'd yeah. Go to the payphone. Mm-hmm. Hey mom, come pick me up. I'm drunk. You know, yeah. and I was only 10 at the time. <laughs> thank you. Right. Thank you, folks. I'll be here all night. But yeah, so yeah, that's great. But now, no pay phones. I've yet to see it. Yeah, I think there's some in the Orient Road Jail. I, I just heard that. I don't know by experience. <laughs> oh, asking for a friend. Are there any, are there any pay phones? In yeah, they, I, they definitely probably have a good amount of a pay phones. A collect call from collect. Edward Weber, who's an inmate at Orient Road Jail. Well, before, uh, yeah, the, uh, before the phones <laughs> went away, the pay phones, remember they used to cost, well, one time they were a dime. 
Well, oh, yeah. for the longest of time. You're going to drop and a dime then, on me? You're going to drop a dime on me? And then 25 cents. And then 50 cents. And then they were completely gone. And then I think eventually a dollar to make a phone call. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I think so. I don't know. I don't but know. I think, and then eventually one day that was it. The yeah. pay phones were gone. Cell phones were out and about. Exactly. And then they, there was no need. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's just telling you how, it tells you how uh, far, uh, <laughs> you know, how we progressed as um, as a, uh, in, as in, in the world in general, you know, with uh, technology, and uh, now it's all cell phones. Oh yeah, right. Um, so yeah, basically, with um, so what we're doing here is we're just kind of reminiscing to kind of get a understanding of you know childhood days where you know it's kind of carefree and just to implement different things of your childhood into your adulthood, just to kind of get your kind of like an escape, I would say, just because yeah, you don't escape. have to. I mean, yeah, be an adult when you. When I, I'm, I try to be an adult when I pay my bills and you know pay my mortgage, but other than that, I, just, <laughs> I try to be childlike. And my mind's about eight years old. I would recommend. I would. I would think exactly you know, right. Estimated eight or nine years. Eight or old. eight or nine at least. You know yeah. what's what's wrong? You know, uh, you know, acting like a child sometimes. There's nothing about <laughs> You know, it's good. It's good to uh, it's good to reminisce and uh, and still you know and still uh, remember those old days. The the old old days. I mean, I just, I basically, when we were children. yeah, when, <laughs> when, when, um, I just try to act goofy and, you know, childlike in every day. So You're not acting. Eddie. I'm not acting now. No. It's, that, this is actually, I'm a professional. Trial. This is actually Eddie. We need to build a wall. Uh, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. President, that's another topic. We're, we're not building any walls. Donald Trump just swung. Yeah, by. that he's, uh, you know, we're, nothing political, Mr. I was President. Like, hey, hey how about some help for some small businesses? All right. I, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Anyways, no funny story. When I was growing up, um, Steve and I was were talking about this the other day. But I had, you know, back in the eighties, which dates myself, of course. The I had they I had to wear braces, but we had to wear like a retainer. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember the I remember the, the big old piece oh. that go to round it went yeah. in your mouth, and then it was like a there's like a whole headgear. Yeah, thing. I remember that. But they revolutionized it. But the unfortunate thing is, they made it into a huge retainer it was like i had an overbite but it was like a huge like boxer mouthpiece yeah, that yeah, i had to yeah. wear and they're short like this and, and and my and my mouth my lips stuck way way out my whole mouth stuck out it was huge and the box <laughs> the box it was the box <laughs> i got the name slobber box you know oh, growing up so oh, and then it i mean when you took it out it was just like a whole ordeal it was it was so difficult so to... that's what they called they called you that that was your nickname yeah i was slobber box among yeah. other names but high school could have been incredibly cruel at times right? oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Well, who but, doesn't love high school, right? Yeah. Anybody? Anyone? Anybody out there? Anybody I think I, I think I enjoyed high school like in my senior year, but that was other before that. Tenth and ninth, tenth and eleventh grade were just like so awkward, and I I didn't know how to dress or how to do anything. So I was just I would trip over my own feet, couldn't tie my shoes. That's why I had Velcro. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that was an awkward thing, you know, growing and getting to preteens. And, and then, then I would uh, see a girl, and I just wanted to talk to her, and I'm just like, so here I am with, and I have the gigantic glasses too. I'll have to when we get our website up. I'm gonna upload some photos. I mean, yeah. I had like curly hair that was just all over the place, and I was super skinny, and then I had the gigantic glasses, and then I had, you know, just like. Yeah. clothes that were not matching i was not very fashionable i was like in high in high school i just i i didn't really stand out at all i kind of kept to myself i was yeah very shy i had you know a couple of close friends but you know high school for me was 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 awkward yeah i, I agree with you i was yeah. the same way 
really really I mean, shy towards girls a girl girl would talk to me i would it measly freeze and, and, and then pants. run run the opposite direction you know, i think screaming. that's changed now yeah. hasn't it i believe so you know <laughs> i think we've improved a little bit on that I'm still the same way. A woman talks to me, I scream, and I run the opposite direction. Oh, yeah. Well, the girls do that with me. <laughs> they scream, go the other way. <laughs> oh, jeez. How's your again, love life? What eh, love life? Exactly. It's in the negatives. <laughs> but the reason I tell that story is because in life we endure a lot of awkward, you know, difficult moments. But, you know, we get through it. And then just through, I mean, when you surround yourself with those people, like we had said once before, um, the positive people that, that help you and guide you and, you know, get you through those difficult times. But... Um, I like I said, I always like to be goofy every day and just yeah. I'm just myself. Yeah. But <laughs> but it does help you with when when you're acting, you know, kind of acting the fool, as I was called when I was man, don't be acting like no fool, man. <laughs> I love I love it, man. It makes you it makes me happy, man. It And it lifts me up. And it before you know it, the day's over with. And, you know, it wasn't so bad. The you day's know, over it, with. You wake up and, you know, in the dumpster somewhere. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> I woke up on the wrong side of town. <laughs> it's like. Eddie wakes up, you know, in the dumpster, and he's got no pants on. He's yeah. like, wow, what, what was All I right. reminis- What was I doing last night? Was I reminiscing about something? <laughs> hey, all I say is, I, ch- I chalk it up to it. must have been a great night. So. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, who hasn't w- woken up in the dumpster yeah. with no pants? Richard, I'm all excited. I'm like, hey, been, man. Richard, Richard's been there once or twice. <laughs> I've I just, been there. <laughs> I just quote Matthew McConaughey when I wake up. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull Ronald Reagan. Well, Uh-oh. I don't recall... That ever happening to me, right, Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Richard, they didn't like that impression of Ronald Reagan. Uh, <laughs> I'd say it was a good one. Wow, this is but, a tough you know. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> crowd today is ruthless, folks. I'm sweating right here as I'm talking to you. Uh, so it's it's tough, tough. No, but like you know, what, what else we got here? So I mean, I also what I look at too is like uh, movies, like when you know, even childhood yes. movies. Yes. Like like uh, Richard, what what was your like what let's say what was your all time favorite comedy movie growing up of, or movie of all time comedy? Well, comedy, believe it or not, one of the first movies that I saw when I was a wee lad back in the day I was actually uh, Peter Sellers as the Pink Panther. Mm, mm-hmm. That mm, to right. me was hilarious. The guy that it wore a was... sweater all the time. Uh, oh no, that was he was just hairy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. yeah, very hairy. hairy. He, very, he was so, hairy though. You know, yeah. <laughs> He had the, the trench coat, you know. We, I'm sure yeah, he had clothes Panther. underneath. Absolutely, Peter With the Sellers, funny hat. Yeah, Inspector exactly. Clouseau, exactly. Uh-huh. And of course, his sidekick, you know. Oh, was it Clouseau? Clouseau. Clouseau. Yes. What'd you call him? Clouseau. Clouseau. You know, that's how they call him. I've been drinking already. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, it was What's uh, in that Dudu was his yeah. uh, sidekick. Dudu. No, that was from the cartoon. There's oh, a difference. Well, I'm way there, off. You know, sidekick Dudu. Anyways, oh, see, yeah. Eddie didn't print it out for us. That's how he doesn't know. <laughs> I, okay, used to, I, okay. I used to watch the yeah. Pink Panther movies as a kid. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, they, Peter Sellers. If it, nobody's seen this, uh, it, it's, it came out in the, I think the first movie was a shot in the dark where he started creating that character somewhat. If you've never seen a shot in the dark, it kind of was like the premise to the Pink Panther. Oh, I got you. If you haven't seen it, see, it's a phenomenal movie. And then. And then eventually, that you know, he created the whole Pink Panther uh, character. And, okay. uh, he was a comedic legend. A uh, very good Peter actor Sellers. all around, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, sure. like, my favorite movie, comedy of all time, is Arthur with Dudley Moore. Not the second one with Russell Brand, you oh, know. God, oh, God. I'm rich and I don't know what to do with myself. How how, how bad was that movie with that Russell That movie was Brand? awful. <laughs> if but, anybody doesn't know who Russell Brand is, he's a very, very annoying English 
comedian. How am I annoying? And that's how he talks. It's like, like that's <laughs> like the other form of the English accent. You know, you got the proper English. But for the first our, our, our author, our yeah. author, Arthur. Uh, <laughs> God, folks, I've been doing shots. Uh, Eddie, tell me about a little bit about that. Oh, it's just if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's it's a classic comedy. I think around 1980, mm-hmm. 81 was when it came out. And Dudley Moore, they said pretty much he was playing himself. So, <laughs> but I love Dudley Moore. God rest his soul. Who God passed rest away? Him. Yeah, yeah. He passed away. Yeah. But I mean, it, just the beginning. He was—he's like a billionaire playboy, and he just—he uh, doesn't do anything. Because they, when they said in the movie, what did he do? He goes, "Oh, I, I found the women, and I, but I am my own boss." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like a millionaire in the movie, right? Billion. He comes, a billionaire, and he comes yeah. to New York. Was that was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like a playboy, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Womanizer, right? And then he has to marry this woman that he doesn't like, or they're going to cut him off. I think I was actually a million. Yeah, sorry, yeah. seven hundred fifty yeah. million yeah. or something like that. That's true. But he had to marry her, or they were going to cut him off. Yes. But it's just funny. The one-liners are are amazing. But you have to see that one. That would just that just that'll make you if you like if you're a fan of the one-liners, like you'll love that movie because it's always just from beginning to end, just just amazing comedy. For for, for me as a child, um, well, the child, God, <laughs> I was seventeen. I was at um of uh, a drive-in theater. Uh, with some of my friends from from school, and uh, we saw the the first the Naked Gun, the very first oh, yeah. one, uh-huh, yeah. yeah, with Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah, and, uh, people have never seen the Naked Gun. I'm sure people listening have seen it. Uh, that I, I I swear we were all laughing. I was like 17, and I I could not. I was almost crying. I was laughing so hard because <laughs> the movie is just nonstop gags. And yeah, I love that. Uh, the Naked Gun people. I mean, if you haven't seen it. That that really the funniest movie I've probably ever seen. One of the funniest uh, as a, a teenager was uh, definitely the, the the Naked Gun. When uh, O.J. Simpson got shot in the movie and he fell in the water <laughs> and they had the chalk outline in the water. Yeah, right. it was <laughs> just crazy. Do you remember like he goes that. to the bath? Uh, he goes to the bathroom. Leslie Nielsen. He, he still has the microphone on him. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's using the bathroom <laughs> the whole time. Everybody can hear what he's doing in there. That that. That was it was folks. It was if you haven't seen the movie. And when the chief says, the chief says, uh, "We don't want an incident like we had last summer." And he goes, "Well, the next time I see somebody getting stabbed by sixteen men, I'm going to shoot and ask questions later." <laughs> that was a rendition of Shakespeare in the Park. <laughs> you murdered actors. <laughs> I love it, folks. This is a good movie. Just watch it. So, uh, <laughs> what about what about like scary movies? Like, what was your uh, Steve? What was your favorite scary movie okay. of all time? Well. Oh, as a as a as a kid or just, just overall? Uh, wow, scariest movie. Let's see. Uh, uh, off the top of my head, I you know. Uh, well, God, while Steve so is thinking, yeah. I can probably jump in. Go ahead. Rick. Steve's um, ears are smoking. Go ahead, Richard. A classic. Everybody's <laughs> heard of it, seen it, maybe, but A Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, oh the, yeah, the first oh, one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, yeah. a creepy burnt dude mm-hmm. with a hat. And knives for fingers, and just the intimidation part of him just you know scraping the the blades against something metal. Now, that was just enough. The original one, and I think it was eighty four when it came out. Not the remake, which was horrible, right? But the original, right. Robert England was the right. original for. And of course, Johnny Depp, you know, yeah. was in that movie as well too. I think I he think was that, the first victim, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. I think know? that was his first movie he ever, his first acting role right. was. was um, I believe so. Yeah. And then I think he did Twenty One Jump Street mm-hmm. at some point shortly afterwards. That movie. I saw that. Uh, actually, that movie came out. I was about thirteen, and I remember all the kids in my class were they were t- talking about that movie. Uh, uh, how you know the one scene where the girl's on the phone and then the tongue, yeah. the tongue comes out of the phone Correct. and tries to lick her. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that was 
great. That's a, that was a, I love the, uh, and the concept itself is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's got to go to sleep, you know, and people who dream and then an assassin that gets you in your dreams. That's you can't run, you can't hide from it. So yeah, that's that was the, a genius the whole idea. Like it kill you in Absolutely. your sleep. Absolutely, yeah. twelve thousand movies later, you know. But the first one was was the best, the in best. my opinion. Oh sure. yeah, the th the first one was the original the original one, one because right. they they made others after that. But it wasn't uh, quite they the weren't same. as good as the first one. But uh, for me, you know, I liked like the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Mm -hmm. Was actually one movie that terrified me was Hellraiser. Oh yeah, that was when I was yeah. a teenager. Does everybody remember Hellraiser? I do. Pinhead. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first saw that movie, folks, if you haven't seen um, the original Hellraiser, the very first one, uh, I don't know if you can even see it on Netflix. Probably, I don't know. Uh, but that movie t t terrified me as a teenager. The pin Pinhead was the main character, and uh, just watch watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do a we'll do a quick commercial break here, and we'll be right back, everybody, and. Uh, all right, we'll see you and talk to you in just a moment. Your CB store, Zephyr Hills, opened its doors on December 4th of 2019. We are a national CBD retailer. In less than two years, your CBD stores have grown to become the world's largest brick-and-mortar CBD retailer with its over 600 locations and 40 states. Your CBD store has helped dismiss misconceptions about its hemp-derived products. Everything we do is focused on improving the lives of our customers. We are a highly quality learning environment where customers can try products and leave knowing what is in their CBD product. We are not just another retail chain. We are a community of store owners who truly care and are educating CBD consumers around the nation. Cannabidiol, better known as CBD, may be one of the most broadly therapeutic plant extracts of our time. It comes with the cannabis sativa plant, but our CBD is not from the USDA-defined marijuana plant. Rather, it comes from industrial hemp. Along with this lengthy list of therapeutic properties, it comes with the backing of the medical community, the World Health Organization, the nursing community, and the veterinarian community. We love serving the community of Zephyr Hills and its wonderful people. All right, everybody, we're back, and we're going to give it to Steve here for Weird News of the World. Yes. What do you got there, Steve? Weird News. It's weird. It's weird. So weird. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the coronavirus has not been kind to supplies of toilet paper. Oh, no. What? Yes. Along with obvious items such as hand sanitizer and other disinfectants. The rolls of tissue have been increasingly hard to find at local markets as people stock up to hunker down during the global pandemic. Pandemic, um, But please, for goodness sake, do, don't panic if you run out. <laughs> it looks like people are calling 911 because they're, they're calling. Oh, uh, no, really? They're calling the police because they're running out of toilet paper is basically what I'm trying to say here. That's an emergency. I've no toilet paper. It's hard to believe when we, we have to po even post this. Do, do not call 911 just because you've run out of toilet paper. Uh, so, How does that go, Steve? Like, uh, let me hear. 911, uh, what's your emergency? Uh, I, I, I run out of toilet paper. Um, sir, this is an emergency line. This is for emergencies only. You should not be calling this line. Oh, God. What are we going to do? It's the end of the world. <laughs> Calm down, sir. That's incredible theater right there. That's incredible acting on my part. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, Store shelves now may not be flush. Wow, the guy with two ply right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Intended. But police have warned <laughs> that if you run out of toilet paper, do not call nine one one. Oh yes. 
So basically, uh, <laughs> seamen used to use old rope and anchor lines soaked in, soaked in salt water. Ancient Romans used a sea sponge on a stick, also so soaked in salt water, they suggested. <laughs> so what does that even mean? So basically, use salt water and, and soak it in, uh, in, in rope to uh, to wipe yourself. I All right. Where, I don't know where that's going. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know that's in this article. We could use. I don't yeah. Know, I'm just saying. Uh, so basically, people with are saying that uh, don't call nine one one if you if you run out of if you run out. Help of me! Paper. I've been stabbed. Please hold, sir. I have someone on the other line here who's out of toilet paper. So that's that's uh, that that is insane. I mean, if if, if yeah. I'm running out of toilet paper, I mean, there's other isn't there like a, a hand towel you can use to, to that's wipe right. yourself with. Yeah, and if you misuse the nine one one, the cops will be glad to come out. Well, they won't be glad, but they'll come visit you at your house there for making a phony call and yeah, misuse exactly. of the nine one one system, and you'll go to jail. Which exactly, is deservingly right. so. You need to go to jail. And I'm sure the county jail has plenty of toilet paper you can and, use to. And don't to, call nine one one, and when they run out of hot sauce at Taco Bell either. I'd this is. I'm, I'm surprised there's people that, that are dumb enough out there. They're they're oh, yeah. they're panicking. I know everybody's panicking now. Okay, but to call to call and say, hey, I've run out of toilet paper, and they're procreating. All right. Yes, uh, a lot of a lot of babies probably going to be born this uh, <laughs> next year because of this whole coronavirus. <laughs> but uh, people don't 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 call the police if if you've run out of uh, toilet paper. <laughs> That's what we're saying here at uh, your comedy coding theory. Uh, here's another story. A Missouri sues televangelist Jim Baker for selling fake cor coronavirus cure. Oh, uh, really? Yes, it's uh, televangelist Jim Baker held up a blue and silver bottle, gazing intently at the label as he questioned the woman sitting next to him. This influenza that is now circling the globe, Baker said on February the 12th, you're, uh, he's basically saying this silver solution that he's promoting will be effective to help cure the oh coronavirus. His guest, so-called natural health expert, Cheryl Sh Selman, Cheryl <laughs> Selman. That sounds like a current on his name, right? <laughs> What can I do to sell you some of this Mr. Selman mm -hmm. uh, falsely implied that the liquid would, would likely be effective. Uh, he's saying that uh, it, it, they've, well, he's saying that it hasn't been tested on this strain oh, of coronavirus, but it has been tested on other strains of coronavirus and has been able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Oh, geez. Wow. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and he's it, a chemist, a biochemist who, who he, probably works as a, you know, sandwich maker. He's basically a salesman of, of yeah. some kind, and he's saying that this uh, silver solution will cure you if the uh, oh if you're gosh. infected with the coronavirus. Of course, it's been endorsed by the Food and Drug Administration by the FDA, yeah. folks. Uh, Remember that? That's an old trick from the when I was back in my day. But uh, <laughs> you know, back in the 1800s, when they remember the guy with the wagon trail, he would have that uh, snake oil. The snake oil, yeah. That's, the, exactly that's the exact same premise. Mm -hmm. The snake oil salesman. Come on around, everybody. Yeah. We got. Oh, uh, do you suffer from whooping cough? <laughs> to hemorrhoids. <laughs> The hemorrhoids, it'll cure everything. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, so basically, what scarlet fever. <laughs> so basically, what they're saying is they're selling a fake treatment for oh, the COVID nineteen disease violates state and federal law. Oh, of course. On Tuesday, the state of Missouri filed a lawsuit against Baker and his Good. production company yeah. to stop him from advertising or selling silver solution and oh, related products as treatments for the corona. He probably actually virus. Probably has silver in it. That's <laughs> <He probably laughs> true. I was like, man, that's that's just terrible. It's like what if people really are sick and of course obviously and then they're not getting the help they need because they're buying into this nonsense. He needs to go to jail. So basically, yeah, you know, it's crazy that um so-called televangelists are 
preying on the, the and people that are you know I, I think it's mostly of his his his, his uh, audience is uh, elderly, yeah. from what I understand. So he's using these scare tactics to get people to to buy you know there's some fake cure that's going to cure you of the coronavirus. You don't even know what's in it, and there, right. it's never been tested. Yeah, and then you're you're you're, you're kind of scaring people and say, hey, you better buy this or you're, you're going to die. So You know, I know it's faith-based, you know, I mean, but they're putting their faith in this guy, you know, yeah, which I think yeah. is wrong. And I understand, you know, if you believe in something, if you believe in God, that's awesome. They're even yeah, uh, of course, of religious course. Uh, organizations um, that are strictly faith-based where God will cure them from everything. So you can save your money, you yeah. know, and pray about it, but don't give it to Jim Baker, in my opinion. Yeah. I can't believe he's still around with us. Yeah, he he has been around for people that don't know. Look up Jimmy Baker from the he was a televangelist in the seventies, eighties. Tammy ba- Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah, she used yeah, to put her wife. makeup on with a spray oh, paint. She spray looked paint. like a clown. <laughs> yeah, she did. Bozo. Yeah, and she... I think she spray painted her makeup on her face. Yeah. Uh, Bozo the clown actually got tips from her on makeup. <laughs> but I I think that you know if people look him up they'll they'll realize what we're talking about. But yeah, he uh, now he's I think he's close to eighty and he's still because uh, he did t- time at federal prison and. He's, he got out a number of years ago, so now he's starting. And he has again. been forgiven. He started again doing back to his own con, con artist ways, like this snake salesman. Isn't he the one that said, I need a million dollars to buy a Ferrari to pick up the Lord at the airport? I, I think it was something like that. <laughs> and people sent it. They yeah, sent that, it in. Yeah, they sent it in. And uh, now he's going. He's resorting back to his old ways. Conning people. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I believe in God and everything, but. You don't want to listen to somebody who's going to tell you buy this this solution and you're gonna you're gonna die. If anything, I believe keep it local. You know, yeah. If you're gonna support your church, then go to your church and see what other kinds of wonderful things you know that they support. So, keep things small and then boom. Yeah, yeah. And then here, here's another here's another uh, weird story. All right, thank this you. This is this is right out of the UK, University of Kentucky. Yeah, no? <laughs> yeah. Is it Kentucky? I think this comes out of British, uh, the UK over in Kentucky. Man, y'all, I'm over here in England. Once For all you toothless people out there, you can relate to this story. <laughs> they got summer teeth, <laughs> summer <laughs> hair, and summer liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a, a redneck's idea of foreplay is. <laughs> what? Hey, you awake. <laughs> you or, you know what the proposal is when they propose? What's it? You're what? <laughs> yeah, folks, you can use that joke. We give yeah. you permission to use our jokes because, you know, they're freaking hilarious. Yeah. But uh, British police have arrested a 66-year-old man in connection with the theft of a solid gold toilet from the place from a palace west of London. What are you doing with this yeah. toilet, sir? Uh, yes. Uh, I, can't, I can't do a British accent. What about you, Richard? Can you do a British accent? Accent. Well, I can do like the butler. Yes. Hello, everyone. Have <laughs> the you seen butler the stole toilet? the toilet. I did not. Blindheim <laughs> Blindheim Palace <laughs> confirmed that the theft happened. Uh, on, they posted it on Twitter. We are saddened by the extraordinary what? event, but also relieved no one was hurt. We are grateful to our staff. Uh, and to the Thames Valley Police for the rapid and brave reactions. Oh man! A group of thieves, at least two vehicles. They used at least two vehicles. Two vehicles. They, they broke into it. They broke in overnight and and left the scene around four four fifty in the morning. The toilet oh, worth man. by some estimates up to one point two five million dollars. Solid gold. Jeez. Was connected to the plumbing of the building. As a result, the removal caused extensive damage. Uh, so basically, somebody broke into this palace and stole. 
a solid gold toilet, <laughs> and uh, basically they're still looking for the for these perpetrators that have. How are they relieved if they don't have a toilet? <laughs> How will you relieve yourself? You know? Get a golden bedpan. It's like you wake up in the middle of the night. They, pardon me, love. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to the loo for a brief moment. And you go to sit out. He goes oh, to sit yeah. out. He's like, Crocky, what happened? So what do, you, what do you do with a solid go toilet? Do you, do you go to your local pawn shop and try to? Try How to much can I get for this? What do you got there, buddy? All right, let's take a look at what you got there. All right. But it seems to be a toilet, and it works with all the plumbings connected to it and everything there. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> Let me take a look. How much does it weigh? Oh, it's uh, quite heavy. I'll give you 20 quid for it, and that's all. I'll give you that, that sounds about right. I'll, I'll go ahead and... Do you want to pawn it, or do you want to sell it? It just tells you the, 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 the condition of the world today, where people are stealing. They're calling 911 because they run out of toilet paper paper here in the u.s and then in the uk they're stealing toilets there's some kind of tie-in with toilet paper some kind of connection maybe you maybe. let me see your hands put down the toilet and yeah. raise your hands put down the golden toilet but uh yeah folks that was news of the weird thank you steve thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right what else we got here today folks let's see we got uh we got any guests coming up today or what any guess? Uh, that's a good question. Who's we got on the schedule for today? Who's I don't. Maybe somebody said surprises. They're supposed to be here any second. We always They're have running surprises late. here. Oh, hold on. Let me get. The oh door yeah, who's quick. at the door? Uh, let me see who's at the door here. Oh, look who who we have here. It's it's, ladies and gentlemen, it's Shrek, and Donkey. Hey, Donkey, where are you? I'm over here, man. I'm sorry, man. I was out picking berries, man. Well, what kind of berries are you getting? I don't know. They're looking at psychedelic berries because I'm getting all weird. You look all thin and stuff, Shrek. Well, as long as they're not my dingleberries, you'll be all right. Ooh, oh, all right. Mr. Shrek and Donkey, uh, thank you so much for coming by. Oh, man, com- it's my pleasure to be here. Comedy, my pleasure, co- big time. Comedy the podcast here, uh, Comedy Coding Theory. Uh, how you? How are you guys doing today? Oh, great, man. Shrek's all happy because he was just there. He was all rode around the swamp. He's all getting nasty and dirty, you know, like he loved to be a big old fat ogre. I was trying to find a golden toilet, but I couldn't find one. Oh, so actually, I had there's to go one by the river, and there I went. Right, so, right. <laughs> there was one that actually, Mister, oh, which was stolen, uh, Mister Shrek. Uh, so maybe you know, it's, there's a golden toilet out there somewhere. <laughs> a golden toilet, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so how do you, how are you guys dealing with the uh, the whole uh, coronavirus? I'm oh. doing all right. You know, it's fine hanging out in my cave. Or my treehouse, whatever I am at the time, you know. Donkey, though, it just won't shut up. Oh, what do you mean, man? I'm always quiet, man. I always, when am I ever be not quiet? Wait, Every it, time I talk, I'm, I'm always quiet. Do you see what I'm talking about? I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, Come on, man. All I wanted to do was make waffles. You know, I should have got the gun instead of the golden toilet. Oh, never mind. I'm oh, that's what the golden toilet was. I was wondering what all that flashy thing you had in your big old treehouse here. Listen, you helped me out with it, so, you know, just keep talking. That's all right. You'll be joining the cell with me. The oh, ladies man. and gentlemen, Shrek and Donkey. Oh, Woo! thank you very much, man. Beautiful. Hey, by the way, we're gonna we're gonna do another movie. I heard we're gonna do another Shrek Five. Shrek, Shrek was Shrek Five. Yeah, or Shrek I, Four. I heard there's another another Shrek comp- yeah. coming out. If it's I'm not mistaken. Shrek does a porno. <laughs> Whoa! All right. Oh man. Yeah. I think I'll take vacation on that one. <laughs> <laughs> For your adults out there, there's gonna be another Shrek Five. Yeah. Shrek and the donkey get it on. Okay, let's keep it. <laughs> keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it nice and clean here, folks. Uh, but yeah, so thank you, Shrek and donkey. Crazy, man. You're welcome, stopping, lad. See you next time. By. How long does it take to be back home anyway, man? I'm, I don't know. Long you guys carriage from. ride. Where, where do you guys live anyway? Where are you out in the woods back here or behind the store or where exactly? Oh man, it's the long way from here, man. I don't even know. Ladies and gentlemen, Shrek and donkey. Hey guys, thank you for 
Thank you for staying. Thank you. I love being here, You're man. You're very welcome, Thank lad. Thank you so right. much. Next time, let me come by myself. Let's leave Donkey at the house. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't want to. Why do people want to want me around, man? Oh, I don't know really what you're talking about, man. get me away from him. He's oh, terrible. come on, Shrek. Let's go to the swamp, man. Let's go hang out. Hey, folks. Shrek and Donkey. Thank you, Donkey. All right. That's the kind of entertainment you're going to yeah, find Yeah, we get here, some right? interesting people here. Comedy like coding theory, right? Yeah, that's awesome. We get dead dead celebrities. and uh, it's, it's it's shocking because you-, you Animated never, characters. That's awesome. You never know who's going to stop by. That's so that's why I love doing this in front of a lot of How many shows audience? actually have animated characters on their show? Like, exactly. Now, people listen to other podcasts, and I'm telling you- they won't compare to this one. That's true. That's our, true. Ours is a lot worse than that. No. <laughs> <laughs> the potential is there. The potential is there, people. This is this is comedy. Yeah. Comedy. So uh, we're yeah, I want to. So um, everybody out, out there, I, I want to thank you for being uh, supportive and and listening yes, to our podcast. You. We're going to keep you. doing uh, more podcasts, uh, at least one to two a week. Um, we'll keep getting better, and we'll. Just keep improving. We want to. We, That's the key we promise we'll get better. <laughs> Please give well, us a chance. Keep listening. We swear to you, we're going to get better. We smile. We promise. It'll we happen. Promise. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. We we can't promise when, but it'll maybe uh maybe next year or something. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby. Hey, hey, But anyway, uh, I want to thank Richard for being here today. Hey. You know, restraining order. Finally, thank God you yeah, were thank able you, to be Richard, here today. For, uh, yeah. For the judge by. made a special condition. What I had for to your, do uh, to get the restraining order. Yeah. With your ankle monitor you have on. You know, it's fashionable. And thank you, they Morgan and Morgan, colors. for help. <laughs> for for, for uh, helping, uh, you know, us bail bail Absolutely. out, Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Billy Bob's bail. <laughs> That's right. Go Billy Bob's bail. B-B-B. How can I help you today? B-B-B-B. I need to get my friend Richard out of jail. All right, okay. that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be like three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, people, if you need a bail bondsman, uh, Billy Bob's bail. Uh, Billy Bob's bail. Downtown's Upper Hills. All right. <laughs> so thanks a lot, guys. And uh, just uh, I just wanted you know to do this podcast today. We, it does help me a lot personally, be silly and childlike, and in these trying times. So just be goofy, be real, be nice, be Help nice others. to one another, love one yeah. another. Uh, you know, it's it, let, let's 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 bah, 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 bah. let's try to start po- positive in these uh these. He these, was skipping these, today. Yeah, these these. <laughs> That's forgive right. Forgive me, folks. I just started drinking at five a.m. <laughs> he never <laughs> stopped. <laughs> I'm still drinking right now as we're as we're speaking. I've it was been, like I I've said, to isn't it early to be drinking? And he goes, I never stopped. I keep, I kept going on from that night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been drinking from you know starting Monday. I've been drinking from starting this week. Oh, uh, but <laughs> you know, it's great just to you know people you know, listen to music, listen to some funny comedy, comedy, comedy. What about yeah. you, Richard? What do you think? I try not to think. It gets me into trouble. So that's why I have cerebral <laughs> people like you around me to give me the facade of intelligence. So, see how and succotash. <laughs> You're cerebral. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's uh, you know, we, we just like to laugh here. And... Yeah. <gasps> oh, thank you, folks. See, people can relate to what we're talking about. Uh, so, uh, you know, we hope you keep tuning in to our... Oh, thank you, Pee Wee Herman, for that. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, we keep tuning into our podcast, folks. Please, we, yeah. we guarantee it's it's going to get better. Yeah, we're going to have more guests. Uh, hopefully, we dead get... or alive or animated. Exactly, there are people will be here talking. Yeah. Will will they be alive? There's holograms, holograms, There's holograms, holographic <laughs> actors and actresses are awesome too. Just remember, only through comedy, just laugh things off and lighten others. And with all these negative elements around us, they'll dissipate into nanoparticles. And that which remains will be love and positivity. Yes. I'm sorry. I was trying to sound extra intelligent. That actually almost made me start crying yeah. there. Nanoparticles. And, yeah. So, I mean. Oh, that man. Whole, thank you. You thank know, you. that whole gesture. But, yeah. People, <laughs> yeah that's a good that, one. That's what our podcast Dr. is about. Eva. Yeah. We're, you know, we're clean, clean family fun. 
<laughs> something like that. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. It could be a little dirty, but you know what? At this point, do I even care anymore? You anybody? Care. Anybody? Anyone? Anybody? <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hi, we hi, care about hi, you hi, to our listeners. Uh, we do, you know, we want you to keep listening to our podcast, and we're yeah. definitely going to have more coming the way. All right. All right, everybody. Well, um, many blessings to all of you. Safety, happiness, and, and joy uh, and love and peace. Baby. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, and Richard, thanks for uh, stopping by. My pleasure, coding. gentlemen. Thank you You're for inviting right. me back. Yeah. You know, you. you'll get the rest of your money. That I owe you for inviting me, you know, here. So all right, you know, hey, you better give the money, you know, to get on the air. I think you owe me we, with interest, uh, twenty eight percent. Yeah, interest. We, don't, we don't have to get Guido to come. We out got here, Tony right? uh, Five Fingers here. <laughs> we got Tony Five Fingers, Frankie Five. It's Frankie Five Fingers. That's who it is. Yeah. That's who it is. We're gonna hurt you next time you don't come out and uh, help us with our podcast. Oh, such right. violence. Yeah, I know. I just can't handle it. Stop it. All right, people. All right. People, all right. thank you, thank you, thank you. For all right, everybody, today. and you have hey, a good night. Hey, and people, what do you? Th- I wonder what everybody thought about our podcast. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, well, tough crowd, tough crowd, tough crowd. People, I guarantee it's, it's tough love. It. It's tough love. This, this, Accurate. it's, it's not easy. You know, you know, recording in front of a, a live studio audience like we do. <laughs> not too many podcasts do that anymore. Yeah, or, or any that I can think of. Well, thanks everybody. Um, Thank we'll you. talk to you soon, and we'll have another one of these cranked out. Thanks for being loyal. Love you guys. Love you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Love y'all. Be safe. Bye bye. Bye bye.